Hey everyone, I want to thank you for tuning in to this podcast today. If you're a fan of my Facebook devotionals, this is going to be a little bit different. Um, On this show, we're going to take some time to um, look at some more sensitive issues, maybe some things that are just going on in the world, some things going on in popular culture, and maybe even occasionally diving into some doctrinal issues that are debated amongst Christians. And today I want to, well, I should start off by saying that I'm going to be talking about some adult subject matter. So if you're listening at home with your kids, this is probably going to be a good time to put in those earbuds or maybe just hit pause um, and listen another time. Um, But what I want to talk about today is this video that I saw several weeks ago floating around on Facebook And I usually just kind of roll my eyes and and go on when I see stuff like this. But I was so personally offended as a Christian and as a mother, which I'm I'm sure was this um, celebrity's intention was to offend Christians and mothers and parents in general. Um, But I just have not been able to put this video out of my mind. And um, what it is is a video put out by this uh, celebrity named Amber Rose, and she calls it an anti-slut-shaming video. Um, So let's talk about this. Um, So at the beginning of the video, we see uh, this woman leaving out of a house. She's in a state of undress. Um, She's got her shoes in her hand, and and immediately as she walks out the door, uh, a milkman approaches, And um, he's like, oh, well, it looks like you had sex last night. And she's like, I did. Um, And then she just begins walking down the street, uh, strutting very proudly. Um, And as she passes people, uh, the implication becomes that this was a one-night stand that she had with just some random guy. But the people that she passes are shouting their approval at this behavior. Um, And one of the parts of this video that was um, so offensive to me, well, actually two parts. One was there's a family in the grass having a picnic, and this little boy stands up, and he's like, Mom, did that lady get F-bomb? Okay, yeah, that's always lovely. Let's uh, have children shouting explicit explicitives in videos. That's fantastic. But then the second part is a man stands up and he goes, good for you for expressing yourself with your body. You're an inspiration to my daughter. We're going to get back to that in a second. So at the end of the video, a young man comes running up to her, um, you know, in his boxers and his t-shirt and He goes, hey, you forgot to leave your number. And she goes, no, I didn't. Um, Completing the idea that this was a one-night stand and she had no intentions of pursuing a relationship with this individual. So um, I want to go back to the comment uh, that the guy made about, good for you for expressing yourself with your body. You're an inspiration to my daughter. Yes, what a wonderful inspiration you are to all young ladies of the world. And that is exactly 
what she's trying to accomplish with this video, she's trying to normalize and make it okay that sleeping around is an acceptable activity. So this is not even going to be a discussion about premarital sex. I, I want to focus specifically on this idea of sleeping around with multiple partners as recreation. Because um, I think churches do a really good job of preaching about premarital sex, but what they don't talk about is the damage of just sleeping around with multiple partners. I mean, there are people who go out on the weekends and just look for somebody to hook up with. So I want to talk about this specifically. Um, so I want to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and some of you won't be surprised that I'm going to this. Um, but what I find most interesting in chapter 6 and verse 16 says, What? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. Now that verse should sound familiar to you, even if you haven't heard this verse in particular, the two shall be one flesh. Where is that coming from? If it sounds familiar to you, it's a reference to Genesis chapter 2 and verse 24, when God brings Adam and Eve together, and he says, a man shall leave his father and his mother and cleave unto his wife, and the two shall be one flesh. We hear this all the time, uh, quoted at weddings. It's a very lovely saying, but uh, this should be interesting to us that this is quoted in the context of uh, a man sleeping with a harlot, with a woman who gets around a lot. And um, so it made me stop and think, like, well, wait a second. Uh, if she's a harlot, obviously this woman is not his wife. So why is it saying the two are one flesh? Well, if we're being honest with each other, clearly the implication is that anybody you sleep with, you are one. You have made a type of marriage bond. So let's dive into this a little bit. So if we want to look at the Old Testament, there's no example of a marriage ceremony in the Old Testament. Um, if you look at Genesis chapter 24 and verse 67, um, there's a scene where uh, Rebekah is brought to Isaac to be his wife. And there's no ceremony. Um, Isaac just takes Rebekah into his tent and um, you know, they, they consummate the relationship and she becomes his wife. Um, marriage, as we see it today, where there's a, a ceremony and, you know, a piece of paper that we sign and it's, and it's legal and legitimized, that's a fairly new invention by mankind. Um, we actually don't uh, see any examples of that, especially in the Old Testament. Um, I honestly I haven't looked through the New Testament, but nothing... Uh, comes to mind, especially. Uh, you can feel free to call me out on that if you want. Um, but to me, these verses seem to indicate that anyone you sleep with, you make a marriage-type bond with. So let's look at um, the verse following that, which is uh, verse 18. 
where it says, Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What does that say? There's something in particular about being promiscuous that damages you. And I would put it to you that the reason it is damaging to us is that sex is a bonding act. It is our pledge to one another. It is a promise. And when there's no fulfillment of that promise, you know, um, whether it's a one-night stand or it's a relationship that ends, and there's no fulfillment of that promise, um, and then, you know, you go on and eventually either you remarry or you just sleep with somebody else, um, that bond is broken without ever the fulfillment of the promise happening. And I think that breaks something uh, within people. Um, you know, if you want to look at it in really literal terms, if you've ever bonded something together, like, you know, maybe with super glue or, or you welded or you stapled two pieces of paper together, if you cut those two things in half or you try to rip them apart, you know, whatever way you want to go about it, it never comes apart clean. Like, it never looks exactly the way it looked before. Um, you know, there's always a little bit of a remnant. Like, one piece will take a little bit of the other piece with them, and neither is ever totally complete again. And I think that's what happens, um, you know, even in marriage where, you know, you marry and then you divorce and then you go and you be with somebody else. Like, there's... Uh, it does something to us to have that bond broken. And so if we want to take that and then apply it to these situations where women and men, I'm not trying to be sexist here, women and men um, go out and have multiple partners just, as I said, recreationally, um, some people have more than they can keep track of, you know, um, but when you have these recreational bondings and there's never any uh, fulfillment of a promise, there's never any relationship, um, and you do this over and over and over, I mean, what do you think that does to a person's soul? Um, if this verse says uh, you're sin against your own body, you're hurting your own body. And if, um, you know, going back to the analogy of bonding two things together and then ripping them apart um, then take that take one of those halves and then bond it to something else and then repeat the process you know if you do this you know 10 times over what does that original half look like it, it probably looks really messed up it probably looks pretty deformed and I think that's what happens and and that's why I got so upset when I saw this video and I just I wasn't going to talk about it, but I haven't been able to let go of it. It keeps lingering around in my mind because I have a little girl and um, I, I cannot bear the thought of my little girl growing up one day and behaving this way and damaging herself like that. Just having partner after partner after partner and to a point where it just starts to, you know, destroy you on the inside. So this woman wants to call this an anti-slut-shaming campaign. 
uh, which implies that there's lots of people out there openly shaming um, her and women in general for this promiscuous behavior. Um, but take a look at Romans chapter 1 and verse 24. It says, Wherefore God also gave them up to their uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Uh, you're dishonoring yourself. You don't need anybody to call you a slut. Um, you're doing that all on your own. And if you feel shame, it's because you feel the truth inside of yourself. And begin, I don't want to get into the fact that um, that being promiscuous is a sin. It is. But I'm trying to put the focus on that it's more than just a sin. It is damaging. It's not good for you. Um, and I don't think people um, think about it in those terms. Like, you know, in college, um, it's widely known that, you know, there's a lot of parties and and people will, like, hook up at a party, and tomorrow they might not even remember who they went to bed with, um, that person probably never stops to think, oh, I made a covenant bond with that girl that I hooked up with last night that I can't even remember her name, you know. And then next weekend, that same guy and that same girl might do the same thing, you know, with other people, and it just goes on and on. And it's just this constant of bonding and breaking and bonding and breaking and we were not meant to withstand that our hearts were not made to be brought together and broken over and over so let's just have some honest conversation about this let's be honest with ourselves let's be honest with other people and take this seriously that yeah sex is a gift that god gave to man uh, for marriage but more than that it is the bonding act of marriage, and you don't need a piece of paper to make that bond. Now, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, I hope I see some comments, um, and I hope you'll come back, uh, like this, share this, uh, subscribe, and let's get this conversation going, because people like this woman need to be spoken out against. Let us not be silent on these matters for the sake of ourselves and for our children and our grandchildren. Let's take a stand and get back to biblical truths. Thanks for listening.